Good morning from the newsroom of the Financial Times. Today is Monday, December 9th, and this is your FT News Briefing. China's government is making a complete switch to domestic computer technology. The FBI is treating a U.S. naval base shooting as an apparent terrorist attack. It's a break from how the White House is treating it. And U.K. officials are skeptical in Boris Johnson's ability to get Brexit done and the time frame he's promising. Plus, I'll take a look at why, even though Northern Ireland is so vulnerable to Mr. Johnson's Brexit deal, it's had a minor role in the UK election so far. I'm Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. Beijing has ordered all government offices and public institutions to remove foreign computer equipment and software. The move is part of a broader campaign to increase China's reliance on homemade technologies. It's similar to what the Trump administration has done to curb the use of Chinese technology in the U.S. Earlier this year, Washington banned American companies from doing business with the Chinese telecoms equipment maker Huawei. The directive by the Chinese government will be a big one to take on. Analysts at the broker China Securities say that between 20 million and 30 million pieces of hardware will need to be swapped out. Analysts also say it will be tough to replace the software with domestic alternatives. Most software vendors develop products for U.S. operating systems such as Microsoft Windows and Apple's Mac OS. And this is all on a tight time frame. Government offices and public institutions will have three years to make the change. A shooting at a U.S. naval base that left three sailors dead is being investigated as a terrorist attack. We are, as we do in most active shooter investigations, work with the presumption that this was an act of terrorism. That was FBI Special Agent Rachel Rojas on Sunday. She was discussing Friday's shooting by a Saudi Air Force student in Pensacola, Florida. The gunman shot 11 people before being killed himself. U.S. National Security Advisor Robert O'Brien also says the shooting has the markings of a terrorist attack. Here he is talking on CBS's Face the Nation. This is a guy who, who may very well have, uh, have said some things on Twitter that suggest he was radicalized. Uh, he went out and, and killed a number of, uh, of Americans. Uh, so I, my point is it looks like terrorism. The idea that this might be a terrorist attack falls out of line with Donald Trump's message. The president has not called the attack terrorism and has defended Saudi Arabia over the past few days. This isn't the first time Mr. Trump has been accused of holding back from criticizing Riyadh. Mr. Trump did not go after Mohammed bin Salman after the CIA found that journalist Jamal Khashoggi had been killed on the orders of the crown prince. And UK officials are casting their doubts on one of Boris Johnson's main Brexit promises. The FT has seen a document from the Department for Exiting the EU. It warns that implementing Mr. Johnson's deal presents a, quote, major challenge. And officials are questioning whether the UK can actually make a clean break with the EU in December 2020, as the UK Prime Minister has promised. The big concern is that the new customs arrangement for Northern Ireland may not be ready in time. The document says, quote, delivery of the required infrastructure, associated systems, and staffing to implement the requirements of the protocol by December 2020 represents a major strategic, political, and operational challenge. The Brexit plan with the EU, as it stands, would see the region stay part of the UK customs area but be subject to EU customs rules. 
Mr. Johnson has denied repeatedly that the deal would involve checks on goods traveling in either direction across the Irish Sea. And here's a story you should know more about. Northern Ireland has played a huge role in Brexit negotiations. After all, when the UK leaves the EU, under Mr. Johnson's plan, Britain will still be connected through the island of Ireland at the division between the North and the South. And yet, even with its crucial part in Brexit planning, there hasn't been much consideration for Northern Ireland in the run-up to the UK general election. The FT's Laura Hughes has been traveling around the UK talking to people about Northern Ireland in the lead-up to the vote. Of course, Northern Ireland played a huge role in the last few years of British politics because you had the Democratic Unionist Party, their 10 MPs, giving the Conservatives a majority in the House of Commons. And therefore, their votes, their voices, their opinions really, really mattered. But if the Prime Minister, Boris Johnson, comes back from this election with a majority and doesn't need the support of the DUP anymore... Their voices is ultimately actually going to be silenced, really, in the House of Commons. They will make their points, but their votes won't be necessary for Boris Johnson to get legislation through the House of Commons. And it's played such an enormous role in the shaping of this Brexit deal. And yet, interestingly, it's not something that is on the forefront of voters' minds back in Britain during this election. So, Laura, you spoke with Jeffrey Donaldson, the Democratic Unionist Party leader in Northern Ireland. He said that Mr. Johnson's Brexit plan could risk the union and it would feed the Scottish Nationalist Party to push for another referendum to break away from the UK. What? Why is that? Why is that ripple effect there? So there is a possibility and then there's an argument to be made that Nicola Sturgeon's SNP, who have also been opposed to Brexit throughout this process. And again, Scotland voted to remain, will have the ramifications of Brexit imposed on them. And as a consequence, that might make a number of Scottish voters feel that they want to become independent. Jeremy Corbyn, the Labour leader, has suggested that he could give Scotland a second independence referendum within a few years if he were to come to power. If there was another vote in Northern Ireland, what we could see is the nationalist community who want to see the reunification of Ireland pushing for a poll to call for the country to be back together again, because Northern Ireland and people there like Scotland could feel that they were dragged out of the EU against their will. So that is what the DUP are talking about when they say that this Brexit deal threatens the union because they fear that it could really energise those nationalists that want to see Northern Ireland back in the island of Ireland and separated from the United Kingdom, which has, of course, been the subject of years and years and years of troubles and violence in Northern Ireland. And that's why this is so very, very delicate. How are Labour and Conservatives viewing Northern Ireland right now? What is their kind of game plan in trying to allure voters to stick to a side? Well, it feels to me as though they aren't making much of an effort to reach out to people living in Northern Ireland during this general election. You've had Tony Blair, the former Labour Prime Minister, warning that the Prime Minister's deal threatens the Good Friday Agreement and the peace in Northern Ireland 
and yet it doesn't seem to have quite cut through. We will have to see what the consequences are, whether this Brexit deal does actually get through, what sort of trade relationship Boris Johnson does negotiate with the EU if he comes back with a majority and stays in power for a, a number more years. But no, it, I haven't seen Northern Ireland really come up in TV debates that much. I haven't seen the, the political leaders address it head on. It, it really has been a battle that's been fought in Britain and, and hasn't really considered Northern Ireland in the way that Northern Ireland potentially deserves, given how vulnerable and exposed they are to the Brexit deal that's on offer. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. Today, the leaders of Germany, France, Ukraine and Russia meet in Paris to try to revive the stalled international effort to end the conflict in Ukraine. It's the first meeting between the four nations in more than three years. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for the latest business news. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.